Hey, listeners, welcome to Shred Capital's new podcast series. We're calling this Speed Dating because the whole idea is to grab people at trade shows and pitchathons and investor meetings and get a real on the fly understanding of what their business is what they're hoping to accomplish and why they're the ones to place big bets on. We think it's a great environment to grab folks because they're very much in the middle of the game and we're getting the fresh and hot thoughts as they bounce from investor meeting to investor meeting. So without further ado, we hope you enjoy this episode of Shred Capital's Speed Dating. So welcome back to another session here at the Atlantic Venture Forum in Halifax, Nova Scotia. We are excited to be sitting with Gordy Noy of Three Hippies. And that is not the name of his band, but rather a company he founded. And he's going to tell us a little bit about what that company is and why the heck it's named Three Hippies. Well, thank you very much. I love to tell people that we were made to sell tickets because we were unhappy with the way the ticket industry was running. So the hippie part of the hippies is that we saw a problem. We didn't like the monopolistic practices. We thought that there was room to make money, make a business, ethically selling tickets, being responsible, making sure the money goes to the right place in the secondary market. So when somebody tries to scalp a ticket, we want to make sure that the scalper, which is often not the mom and pop person that you might think they are, is a large corporation. And it might even be that they are very organized. We want to make sure that the money from the secondary market goes to the event organizer. We want to make sure it goes to the performer, I'll be fair, we want a little bit of it, but that's where we started because we had family that were working at large events, large concerts, seeing a lot of the problems they had, and we thought that we could solve them. And that's that's where we started. Our platform does more than that. It starts with tickets. Tickets are a great way to prove the ability of our platform. But if you start thinking about a ticket as a contract, and a contract has identity and it has tracking. So if I want to move the ticket from one person to another, we have built that into our platform. So we're starting with tickets, we're proving ourselves with tickets, but what underlies what we have created is something much more powerful. Sure. Okay. That's interesting. So when we think about over the past, I don't know, six or eight months, there's been a lot of news right out there around kind of exactly part of the problem that you're trying to solve, isn't there? Like there was, I just vaguely remember the Taylor Swift related issue. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that and your relationship with Taylor? No, I'm kidding. But tell us a little bit more about that and then how your product dovetails into maybe solving what happened there with the her and Ticketmaster. Sure. Well, unfortunately, Taylor has stopped calling. It it, it, it does hurt. You know, there was a moment there where no, I, I thought there was a possibility, but no. It's, she it's, will write a song about you. I, I, I hope she writes a song about how ethically we sell tickets. There no. you go. Uh, No, so Ticketmaster, owned by Live Nation, they make a lot of their money because they're a monopoly. That's really what it boils down to. There have been accusations of a lot of things, which, you know, giving preferential treatment to certain groups to buy tickets early, removing a large bulk of tickets from the general public so they go to the secondary market automatically. Their demand pricing, which is basically, we will charge you as much as we can, what the market will bear. So Ticketmaster survives and thrives because they own the places. 
Now, you know, we're very happy to see that happening. We're happy to see it in the public's mind because of what we're doing. But I want to say we did not predict this. We started before that simply because of the other problems around fraud, around photocopying tickets, things like that, and people being very disappointed. So again, we solve those problems. Our tickets are unique. They are tracked person to person. If it turns out that we found somebody was using them illegally or fraudulently, we can cancel the tickets. And that's because they are digital. They're digital tickets. As soon as they go to a paper ticket, which, for instance, like a point of sale solution or something Mm -hmm. like that, what we lose is the ability to track. So we link identity with that digital asset, that digital contract. We link identity to that. And that gives us a lot of power both to manage the secondary market. So the scalping, we can manage that and we take some part of it. And we can give people confidence that the thing that is being presented as a ticket coming in to an event belongs to the person that is showing the digital asset. So that's how we solve the problem. To be fair, we can't solve the fact that somebody might pull out 20 bucks and say, okay, here's 20 bucks on top of the price that we're charging. But for the vast majority of these transactions, these are not mom and pop transactions. These are corporate transactions, large groups, scalping tickets, transferring the money sure. digitally. And we, we also manage an escrow to make sure that nobody gets ripped off in there. That's as well. right. No, that's lies. I remember a buddy of mine going to a Super Bowl game in Indianapolis a number of years ago, and they bought sort of the secondary market tickets mm-hmm. at 3500 US per ticket. He bought two of them. And so he was pretty concerned as he arrived at the venue, and it was paper Mm -hmm. at the time. They must have printed something, and he was pretty concerned that he would slide that under the scanner and get the big red X because someone else is already in the building or something like that. So it's definitely a problem, and happy that you're out there solving it. This podcast is brought to you by Shred Capital, www.shredcapital.com, and where all fine social media channels might be found. If you're an early stage founder, taking your first or ideally second crack at a game-changing startup, we'd love to help you get to first base. So when did you start the company? A little under two years ago. And where are you in the grand scheme of things? Revenue standpoint, investor standpoint, what's going on? We have been in beta for three months. Mm -hmm. We have put on about 50 events, a little more than 50 events sold 10,000 tickets plus or minus. So we are, I consider us to be in a strong beta stage right now. The sales cycle tends to be relatively speaking long. So somebody who decides they're going to have an event, they've set up the event and they have their tickets prepared three months before the event goes up. So we are planning for the fall, uh, fall being September, October, we will move out of beta. We have been very successful. We've been getting referrals. We're, we're happy with the product as it is. As we build up our ability to support our customers better, we will be moving out of beta and just saying, come one, come all, use us. Sure. Find find that we have a better product and then tell your friends. And yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Nationwide, global? Only in Canada okay. right now. We is are, that a regulatory restriction? Yeah, taxation. It's Uh, the tax rules. There are other rules around how tickets transfer. So like the different states have different regulations on what's allowed to happen. Canada's fairly straightforward. Our taxation has worked out across the country. So that's where we're starting because it's easy. So let me get this straight. You just said the following thing. Our taxation in Canada is pretty straightforward. 
Yes. No one ever said that sentence. Well, I've, as I've, it relates to tickets, I guess that's true. Yes. In, in, <laughs> in terms of charging PST and GST yes. and HST, it is, pretty it's pretty straightforward. It's, can you charge tax on this fee? Can right. you, uh, so that stuff is not easy, but straightforward. Got it. Um, so from an investor standpoint, what have you been doing? Are you taking all kinds of investors? What are you up to? We have been funded through Angel Investment, the four hippies. There are four of us now. Okay. Uh, we we all have skin in the game. We put our own money in there on top of our labor, things course, like that. Yeah. But we are planning, when we take the training wheels off, we are planning on selling this thing for real. It's not going to be cold calls. It's going to be sales. It's going to be marketing. Sure. So we are looking for investment to fund that part. We have, we, yeah, we have a salesperson. He's one of the partners, but we have to build that out. And that's what we're looking for. So Live Nation, watch out. That's the message loud and clear. I believe that Live Nation can probably sleep pretty well for... I'll give them 18 months and then go we're, time. Yeah, we're, we're coming after that. Detonation. Lunch. If all works out well for the betterment of humanity, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Last question What's one piece of advice you'd give an up and comer entrepreneur that's just starting out after your two years of experience? What would you say to them? Think about your sales pipeline early. We waited longer than we should have. So we ended up with dead air where we should have had our pipeline full and we did not recognize how long it would take from contact to closing a deal. We assumed it would be much shorter. And like I said, it's between three and five months. So start thinking about selling what you are trying to sell earlier than you think you should. So that dovetails with an old adage that I use probably at least once a day. Nothing happens without a sale. So... Get on top of the sales game early and often. That's another wrap for us here at the AVF in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Thank you very much, Gordy. We appreciate your time. Thank you for talking to me. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Bye for now. Hey, folks. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Shred Capital's Speed Dating Podcast. We think it's a great new format where we get fresh, hot, and fast takes from founders that are right in the middle of the action at investor events, trade shows, pitchathons, you name it. So if you want to know more, please come visit us at www.shredcapital.com. Learn a bit more about what we do to help early stage startups put their best foot forward and raise that crucial first round of capital. And you can also find Shred wherever you find social. You can find this podcast in the usual spots. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Come talk to us.